If you don't do anything I just told you here, none of this changes. You don't go from 1 million to 10 million or 50K to 100K. You don't go from couch potato to 5K or marathon or the ultra marathoner. None of this works if you don't actually take action. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure, the show for successful people and for those who want to become successful. The only podcast that reveals the true nature of success. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., and today I'm bringing you a solo episode. Today, we're going to be talking about external catalysts for change. In episode 393, just two episodes ago, we talked about the internal catalysts for change, and there were seven of them, seven catalysts for internal change. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. That's probably the harder stuff, the, the internal stuff. The external stuff, it's a little more tactical stuff that you can start doing today, and you're going to get some quick hits, some quick wins, some easy action items today. And remember, this is for you regardless of where you're at. Whether you're, maybe you're saying like, yeah, well, I'm at a million dollars a year and I want to go to $10 million a year. Or maybe you're at $50,000 a year and you're trying to get to 100. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's all relative to where you're at, right? Maybe you're a marathoner and trying to become an ultra marathoner, or maybe you're a couch potato and you're trying to get to a 5K. It doesn't matter. These work for you. So these are about external catalysts for change, all right? This is about skipping the line, jumping the line, skipping ahead 10 spaces. When you do these things, it's going to fast forward your growth. It's going to fast forward your success. So if you enjoy these episodes, give this a share. Have you done this yet? Have you shared it? Have you taken a screenshot and tagged me on Twitter or tagged me on Instagram? Do that right now. It takes just a second. Take a quick screenshot, post it, and say, hey, I'm listening to the Success or Failure podcast. Tag me, Jim Harshaw, on Instagram or Jim Harshaw on Twitter. Either way, tag me. I look forward to seeing the interaction there. I look forward to interacting with you. Also, you can listen to Success or Failure on Alexa or Google or Siri. Just say, hey, Alexa, Google, Siri, play Success Through Failure podcast with Jim Harshaw, and magically you'll hear my voice booming into your room or wherever you're at. So thank you for that. And uh, again, episode 395, if you want to share this with someone, just tell them to check out Success Through Failure episode 395. Man, we're almost at 400. Do you believe that? 400? Oh my goodness. So if you've listened to even half of my episodes, let me know. Like hit me up on social media, tag me somehow, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Let me know if you've listened to at least half if you've listened to all 400, then you get to, I don't know, you get to like come on vacation with me and my family or something like that, because that's, that's pretty awesome. You pretty much know me probably better than some of my closest friends. <laughs> all right, so let's get into today's episode. We're talking about environmental changes, changes in your external space, all right? Changes that you can make tactically, physically in your life. And the first time I really learned this lesson was when I showed up at UVA in 1994, August of 94, I show up at UVA as an underperformer, pretty much in every area of my life. I mean, I was wrestling, you know, I'm on the wrestling team, I was a, a recruited walk-on, and everybody on the team is a, like a state champion or a three-time state place winner, and I never even got on the podium at the state championships. I was a two-time qualifier, <laughs> and everybody else is a total stud, and, and then there's me. Academically, you know, I was a good student, but I wasn't UVA good. UVA was the number one ranked public school in the country at the time. I think we're number two or number three right now, but a great school and 
I had some help from wrestling to get in. And, you know, even socially, right? I was a blue collar kid and this is kind of a white, white collar school. And I wore cut off jean shorts and I thought that was cool. So just to, to tell you how far uh, I had to go. <laughs> and, but five years later, I was among the best. I still, I think I still maybe wore the jean shorts. I'm not sure. But five years later, I was one of the best at what I did in the country. I was an All-American. I'm one of the best in college wrestling. I was ranked on the Olympic senior level and at the uh, Olympic level in Greco-Roman wrestling. I was invited to live and train at the Olympic Training Center. I, it was this huge transformation that took place. I had two degrees from the number one public school in the country, including a master's degree. This was my success through failure story. And this is what my TEDx talk is based off. If, if you haven't seen that, it's seven minutes. It's a short one. And if you just Google my name, Jim Harshaw in TEDx or TED talk, you'll find it. It's titled why I teach my children to fail. And I know a lot of teachers and uh, even a lot of uh, companies have, have shared this. I know uh, if this was shared around uh, Trout Unlimited, it was shared throughout the whole, the whole organization. And a friend of mine, actually, it was emailed to him and he immediately emailed me. He's like, hey, man, this was just shared throughout the whole the whole organization here. So it's a good seven-minute talk. If you want to kind of share that with your kids or, or, or share that with a coach or a team, it kind of crystallizes that story of success through failure. But here's the deal. What happened during that five-year span, right? When I, I redshirted my first year, competed the next four, what happened to take me from underperformer to peak performer? I'm going to break that down for you and give you the tactics that worked then and they work in my life now. And as a matter of fact, I'm actually working on some of this stuff right now uh, to make my own changes, to catalyze change in my own life, in my own business. I'm trying to grow the business. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I want to make it great. You know, in my marriage, I want, is it good? Yeah, I want to make it great. Is my health okay? Sure it is, but I want to make it great. So I'm working on these things actively right now in my own life. So this is all very top of mind for me. Quick interruption, if you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. That's jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. All right. So the first one is this. When I showed up at UVA, I got around much higher level coaches than I was used to being around. You know, the head coach was a all-American, actually a world champion when he was in high school. And, uh, you know, my teammates, I have these guys who are state champions and total studs, assistant coach who was an All-American. I mean, just on and on. Like, I was around these amazing people who were just at a much higher level than I was used to, to being around. And even outside of wrestling, you know, the athletic department, all these great student-athletes from all these different sports – and even in academically, you know, in the suite that I was in, there was these two guys, really smart, really amazing guys. And the one was, uh, one was a bio major, just like me. And I didn't realize that I was trying to be like a bio. I was trying to be a bio, I was a bio major. I was going to be a biology teacher, right? I was going to come back to my, my hometown and teach and coach wrestling. And I'm a bio major. And I'm like, hey, man, do you want to like study together? And he like didn't want to study together. I didn't realize I was actually competing with the, the pre-med majors for grades. You don't want to study with them. They don't want to study with you anyway, because it was like, it's a competition. So anyway, but this was like, this was the environment I was in. It sucked. It was hard. But it, I was put in this environment where I had up your game, up your game, sink or swim. And, you know, actually, they didn't wear jean shorts either, which is, uh, I just had that realization right now. So that um, probably... 
But well, I don't. I don't actually wear cutoff jean shorts anymore. It's probably because uh, my suite mates there freshman year. But it was the people, the people that I was around. I had to up my game. Like currently, right now, I'm in a mastermind group. I'm in a mastermind group with all these entrepreneurs who I- I'm pretty sure every one of them is at a, at a higher level than me. <laughs> like just some some pretty badass people, and I love being around them. I learn from them, and hope they're learning from me too. I, I bring something to the group as well, but it's like you never want to be the smartest guy in the room, and I'm definitely not the smartest guy in that room. Networking. I, I've connected with a guy recently. He's quite a, an incredible entrepreneur. I know he's a podcast listener too, so PM is his, his initial. So PM, if you're out there listening, you know who you are. Shout out to you. But this guy's like, he's up in my game. You know, I've been spending time with him and talking to him and he just operates at a whole different level from me. This stuff works. You can do this now. You don't have to wait until you get some other degree. It doesn't matter how much money you make or where you're at. You can do this. You can get yourself around these people. Find a way to get around these people because they exist around you. Here's the deal. If you're saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, maybe you have these yeah, buts, right? Maybe you live in like the North Pole and you actually can't get around these people. Well, here's the second way to do it. So number one is people, like get around the right people. I know you've heard me say it before. Are you actually doing it though? Like before I go on to the next thing, I want you to identify for yourself. Like what's one thing? What's one group of people you can join, one person you can hire and bring into your life, one organization you can sign up for. How can you actually do this? Like maybe you got some great environment, great group of people around you in different areas, but what's one more? What's one more area? What's one more person, one more group that you can get around? Think of that right now. Okay. Got it? I'll do it. Take action on it. All right. Here's the next one. Maybe you live in the North Pole and you can't actually physically get around these people, well, guess what? Buy their books. I was talking with a client of mine, Mark McLaughlin. He's a neurosurgeon. I actually interviewed him on the podcast, episode 223. He wrote an amazing book called Cognitive Dominance, A Neurosurgeon's Quest to Outthink Fear. Great book. But Mark is a reader. And anybody who knows him, my client, all, the other, all the other clients know him. I mean, this guy's a reader. He's an animal in terms of like uh, pretty much everything, actually. But he, he wants to read even more. And like we were talking this morning, and he's like, I want to read more. I want to get more out of books. And he's like, he's intense about this. Like he's intense about his desire to bring the right content into his mind and into his life. It's not just something he casually pursues. He pursues it intensely. And so the second point is about content. Like, who are the people you want to read? What, what other podcasts do you want to be listening to? Like, you're getting, you know, these interviews that I'm bringing you. I have all these different people. Like, go st- scroll back through my episodes. I've got Navy SEALs and CEOs and New York Times bestselling authors and, you know, Olympic gold medalists on and on, these high performers. And find the people you want to listen to, whether it's about improving your marriage, then go back to episode number 376 with Dr. Gary Chapman. He's the guy who wrote the five love languages. You want to improve your marriage? Go back and bring some of that content into your life. Do you want to improve your business? Go back to episode 356, Cameron Harold. He's the author of the book, The Vivid Vision. Incredible entrepreneur, incredible businessman who can help you. You want to learn how to infiltrate the mafia? Uh, Go back to episode 334. I interviewed Joe Pistone, aka Donnie Brasco. 
And Donnie Brasco, if you, you've seen them, if you haven't seen the movie, you got to see it. Al Pacino's in the movie. Johnny Depp, incredible movie, true story about an FBI agent who went undercover, infiltrated the mafia. Absolutely incredible story. I got to actually talk to the guy. I mean, he's got a half million dollar bounty on his head, literally, as we speak. And I got to interview him. So anyway, this is the content that is accessible to you. Like, find it. Bring it into your world. You can't get around these people. Bring it into your world. Find ways. I have my own recordings. This sounds ridiculous, but I have my own recordings of my own vision for my life recorded onto my phone, and I listen to them periodically. I listen to them, and I, I bring that content into my head. I have three or four different scripts that I use that I rotate through regularly that are you know about the vision for my life, the words that I need to hear, affirmations, so that I can have the right content flowing into my head. Because guess what? We all have the negativity bias. We all remember the failures and the setbacks. This is how you go from failure to success, how you leverage success through failure, right? And the content that you don't want in your life, you know what it is. It's probably social media or at least a lot of forms of social media or in the right doses, at least it can be okay. But you know that content that, you know, the CNN and Fox News, I can't stand either one of them because they're both biased. That's not healthy content. I, I was at a friend's house recently and and he just has a steady diet of, I'm not even going to tell you which one because it, it doesn't matter. They're both trash as far as I'm concerned. But he has a steady diet of it. And he's so hardcore, so extreme on one side because this is the, the trash that he's filling his head with. And I'm sorry if, if you like either one or, or both of them, not probably both of those. If you like either one of those, like it's not good. It's not healthy. It's, you're not getting real, real news. You're not letting yourself actually think about this stuff. And I'm sorry, I'd probably offend a few people about that, but like, this is not healthy media for you, right? In, in doses, sure, go for it. But man, it can really poison your mind. So bring the right content. You know what I'm talking about. You know what, what's right and you know what you feel and you know what is the good content you need to bring into your life and the, and the, the bad stuff you got to block out. All right, that's the second one. People is the first one. Second one's content. And the third one is this. I'll tell you through a story here first. Like, I had a company called Riot Sports Marketing years ago. And by the way, actually <laughs> preparing for this, this episode, I Googled it. And I, I lost the domain name years ago, which was a shame because it's a long story. Uh, there was a lot of SEO sort of like uh, uh, authority built up in the domain name and I lost it, unfortunately. But it was, um, I, I Googled it and Zoom Info has me listed as, uh, let's see, it says uh, Riot Sports Marketing. I shut this company down, by the way, years ago, a decade ago or more. And uh, it says it's uh, between one and five million in revenue and between 11 and 20 people. So there you go. It's a business that is not even in existence, but apparently I'm making one to five million in that business right now. So it's, there's no, and like all the links are back to my, my Twitter and the old Facebook page and everything. So anyway, I, I did have a business called Riot Sports Marketing years ago, but one of the things that I did is I actually had a picture of guy named John Jantz, who is an amazing marketing coach. I, I had a picture of him on my wall. Actually, I interviewed John Jantz, come to think of it, for this podcast back in episode 69. So if you want to go back and check that out, I was talking about, you know, 
Cameron Harold is a, a great business podcast to listen to, great business episode 356. But John Jantz is another one. But I had a picture of John Jantz on my wall, Richard Branson, Frank Kern, Tony Robbins. These are people, they were like my virtual mentors. I would sometimes just spin my chair around, close the door because it was on the back of my door. Now I would look at these guys and I'd have a conversation, <laughs> right? This was part of my physical space around me. I controlled this physical area around me and optimized it for my success. I'm standing in front of my standing desk right now. This is something in my physical space around me that I'm optimizing for my success. I can catalyze change and in, in success in my life literally by buying a standing desk. You, I, I'm more energized. I don't have to like get up and walk around to stretch my legs as much. If I'm if I'm kind of getting antsy, I just I just pop my desk up and I stand up and I, I keep being productive. Right? I feel more energized. I get more done. These are the little things you can do. Here's another one for your environment. Your food. It's the food that you have you know, in your office, in your house. Do you have food that's going to you know, slow you down, make you feel sluggish, make you less productive, or do you have the right food? I have a lot of clients, pathfinders we call them. I have a lot of pathfinders who are in our program right now who – you know, these are, these are successful people and they're looking to get from, from one level to the next level. But, you know, several, a few of them actually for sure have talked about reducing alcohol, like significantly like reducing alcohol in their life. One guy, as a matter of fact, he did dry January and he's going to do uh, dry for the whole year. And that's awesome. Like you remove that from your environment and it becomes easier to do this. These are again, external catalysts for change bringing in the right people, bringing in the right content, and then also pushing things away. Don't buy the freaking beer or put one beer in the fridge so you have one cold beer and that's it. You want to have another one? Okay, well, it's going to be warm. You know, so you can do these different things to create catalysts for change in your life. Exercise. You know, do you have the right workout equipment at home? You know, I got a foam roller. It helps me roll out whenever my hips get real tight and stuff after I you know, do long runs. Do you have that stuff in your house? Like Again, this is the physical space around you. Do you have the workout clothes that you feel good working out in? If not, freaking buy them. It's, you're going to get a return on that investment. Uh, do you have the space in your house to you know, clear out a corner of a room or room to do yoga or Tai Bo? Remember Tai Bo? <laughs> you know, like my mom actually used to do Tai Bo. She loved it. But like, do you have the space in your house to do the stuff that you want to do to be more fit? Like these are catalysts for change. Clear out the space. That's a catalyst for change. I remember I was watching American Idol just recently and there was a woman who, you know, from, from what it appeared, she was in poverty, but she had these dreams and these goals and she's an amazing singer. And she had on her wall, I think it was in her bathroom, on her wall, you may have seen this if you watch American Idol. She had like, I don't know, it was like 20 or 30 like note cards with quotes, handwritten quotes on them. And they posted them up there. And she said she, and I think it was she and her daughter, like every night would read one of them while they're brushing their teeth. They would just read one and talk about it. Like that is a catalyst for change. Like you can do that. You can find a quote, find a note card, write it down, put a piece of tape on it and stick it to your wall. That is a catalyst for change. That is an external catalyst for change. Right? I've given you a bunch of ideas here, but here's the deal. None of this actually works unless you do it. If you don't do anything I just told you here, none of this changes. You don't go from 1 million to 10 million or 50K to 100K. You don't go from couch potato to 5K or marathon or to ultra marathon. None of this works if you don't actually take action. All right? So right now, 
I want you to send a text message. Or maybe it's sending an email. Or maybe it's buying the thing. Like go on Amazon and buy the thing. Or maybe it's register for the thing, right? It's the class or the membership or the race or the program. Do something with this. That is my dying passion is for you to take what I'm sharing with you and do something with it. I had a conversation with uh, Sherry Coles, who you're going to hear her episode coming on here in, in the next few weeks. She is a Hall of Fame women's basketball coach from University of Oklahoma, incredible woman. But after we hung up on, after, the, after the recording, she said, Jim, like you've taken this concept of success through failure and done something with it. She's like, a lot of people know this and, and logically think of this, but you actually did something with it. And that's what I want for you is I want you to do something with what I'm sharing with you here today. All right, take action, make it happen. Good luck. And oh, by the way, remember, give this episode a share. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, Let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.